Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. All right, everybody, we have, I'm really looking forward to this because I have no clue what the two men in front of me are going to think about this. I, you could put 50 people in a room, line them up, and I could show them these items, and I am baffled. I could not even guess what someone would think and say about them. And I'm sure it would be a wide range of opinions and thoughts. And that's what this podcast should be. It should be, here's an item, whoa, what the hell is that? I don't like it. I do like it. What are you talking? Blah, blah, blah. All right. So the name of the podcast is Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. I get two points for that. A point from Peter John Burns, who's with me from Chicago. Hello. Whose podcast is This Week in Despair. Now, let's start. um, I wish that I could start with the first one of these that I found. But quite frankly, it's been so long, I don't remember which one of these came was the first one I acquired in my collection and I am calling this a collection it is junk just like I love but this is one of the rare things that I look for this stuff okay so this is the kind of thing that happens where you stumble across this thing mm-hmm. you've never seen it before or heard of it right and you're like that is cool and then you buy it and then you go home and you start googling yeah and then you're like what is this oh this is a thing that exists and a group of things that are around it, and you sort of get excited by that, learn more, and then start, now you come across it more and more, and you're like, this is what this thing is. And mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, is that sort of The what- first time I saw this, I do remember that. I don't remember which one of these. I still own it. I've never gotten rid of one. But the first time I saw it, it caught my eye, and I just thought it was exquisite. And and, and that's the word. It's, you know, it, it wasn't like, oh, that's cool looking. I didn't think that's cool. I thought it was intricate and amazing looking and beautiful. And I walked closer to it, and I didn't know what it was. I was just, I just thought, that's gorgeous, you know. And the closer I got to it, the like, you know, when you're trying to look at something really close, your eyes kind of squint a little bit. And I got closer and closer and looked and realized... That's hair. That's human hair. Maybe horse hair. Maybe pet hair. I don't. That's hair, though. That's definitely, definitely hair. That's definitely hair. Right. And it was flowers. You what do you mean it was flowers? Someone had made flowers out of hair. Someone had like almost like the like, outline, like a like a like just like a drawing, like a stick figure, like not stick, but just like a, a outline of flowers with the hair kind of moved. Like a, if you stood fifteen feet back from this, okay. And, you know, if you, there was a, a decent amount of distance between you and what was on the wall. You would think it was a wreath. You know, you would think, oh, someone has a wreath. That's a so, lot of hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But I think wreath, I think, like, like sure. you hang on your, like your front door at Christmas time. Let's get into small ones. Let's, okay. let's start small. We'll work our way up. Um, this, is a, this is a good example. Of, <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to describe this here. All right, this is a, it's a shadow, a lot of these are in shadow box frames, meaning that there's glass, and then there's a space between the glass 
and the actual picture. So you have because if you if you're weaving something that has three dimensions to it, you're going to need some space, or you're going to crush it. So this is in a small, pretty small little uh, shadow box frame. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, maybe three, three and a half inches long, a little shorter uh, on the width. You know, maybe three and a half inches long, three inch width. Um, it's a black frame with a gold trim, and it it, it's had a, it has a photograph that has a black mat around it. It's an oval photograph of a, a boy, a little a young boy. I don't, I'm going to guess seven. That's a guess. I'm bad at ages. If you know, you guys might say this boy isn't seven. He's this boy is eight, right? But um, he's wearing a little hat. Um, he's sitting on what looks like a railing against a wood fence. He has a, he has a. I mean, he's a dapper looking little boy. He's got the. Maybe this is from the teens or something. He's got those boots that maybe, you know, buckle up on the sides. You know what I'm talking about? Leather leather shoes that. Yes, yeah, so we're talking like a little Lord Fauntleroy. That type of look to sure. it. Sure. Yeah, that time he's got a jacket on, it, it you know, fall. And then there are two uh flowers woven out of out of hair. Yeah. So it's obviously this kid's hair? The the assumption being this child has died. And what what? Yes, and this is his hair. This just took a terrible turn for me. <laughs> it's a dark episode, everybody. Yeah. It's this is Victorian hair art. Is what this and is. it's always it's it's did you now when you, did you think when you saw the first like this is a dead kid's hair did you think mm. that's hair a thing maybe like his first haircut or something that they made art and they're like oh this is my son's it's, hair uh, here's the thing I've done a lot of research on this and read a lot and uh, you know it is definitely I have one one thing I'm going to be showing or talking about in this podcast that is just uh, you know. It's they're not dead. It's just a collection of the daughters decided to get their hair made and and presented a gift. And I'm assuming some of that, and we'll talk about it to the parents. So maybe they didn't die. But the the most common example of this is someone has passed, someone has died, and this is a way to remember them. And Tom is squirming in front of the microphone. It feels kind of creepy. It, How would you feel about your son? Like, would that's you? The question. There you go. Well, you can see I feel weird about you it. You feel weird about it. Do you want to take a look at this? Yeah. I mean, I feel weird, like, thinking of it as my son, and then, like, we get his hair and do a thing. I'll you know? tell you this. I'll tell you this right off the bat, okay? I started collecting this stuff before I was married, before I had a child. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old two son right now, you know? And I took a couple of these off the wall. <laughs> I don't... Every time the I... crushing s- sadness was too much? I just... <laughs> I just can't, I, you know, some of them are just like, oh, I, I can't imagine losing my son. I can't imagine the feeling of that, the despair, the, the At least until he gets a good head of hair. It must have been terrible. <laughs> See, that's for what like, we need is yeah. jokes. <laughs> we do. And we do need that. Like SIDS, this is, like, oh, he lost him in his SIDS and he has no all hair. All of your jokes, <laughs> all, all of your jokes are going to be needed for this episode just to keep us barely afloat. <laughs> you are like, you are like buoys. Can't wait to look at your baby toe art. What the? <laughs> the lampshade collection is going to be grim. <laughs> right. Were you in here 
for the Bones episode where he had the cows on the... Where, yeah, we talked like, about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's all I'm blurring just, together. Right. Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I... But no, I maybe? Maybe I, I, I'm going to argue with you a little bit. I'm going to give you a little bit that I'm, I'm not normal. Okay, fine. But I see... I'm going to hand this to Tom. Uh, maybe maybe this is this helps people. Wow, that is beautiful. There you go. See, that's if I didn't know the story the of hook. this child being dead, this would be. Look at those flowers and tell me that's not art. I can't. Yeah, somebody made that with passion and love and a touch. You know, this isn't stamp it out. We're gonna make a million of these a day, kind of plastic Tupperware. Send them through an assembly line. Someone had a magnifying glass, a pair of tweezers. I'm making stuff up now. And, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. just sit in front of the TV and watch the Fall Guy reruns and weave that. Yeah, this is, this, this takes, you know. It's the takes, worst fly fishing lure ever. It really, <laughs> this takes tears. Oh, this looks good. Well, yeah, you but, know, it's Bobby. He loved fishing. Uh, <laughs> but like when you make a fly fishing lure, you have equipment and you have silence and dedication. And yep. those men and women that make those lures are into that, you know. And it, it has to take that kind of focus to make something like that. And this was. Uh, but this is also the time when people used to routinely. I say routinely, like, you know, I don't know how common it was, but people made lace, too. Yes. You know, made what? Lace. Lace. Out of dead children's hair? No. no. I, mean, I guess you could have. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's the same sort of, you know, intricate home skill, I guess, is how I'd put it. You know, yeah. it's, you're oh, not, So he, you're saying you're, he's giving them a little bit too much credit. This is something they could just kind of pound out in between making lace, lace, oh. lace garters. No, but not this. Doing. I mean, That's, again, you know. World, words kind of fail us all here. I mean, th- these. I mean, it is. It's it's, it's it's absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? It's got it's, like a flower yeah. with the little like buds around it, and the, uh, it's like really intricately. It's like it's sort of like Japanese. The, the, yeah. the yeah, it looks like Japanese bonsai almost. Yes, yes. Yeah. but with dead children's hair. Sure, keep, keep, keep bringing that up. It's important. I it have is to make very myself laugh at it because it's so dark to me. Like it it's me so cr- dark. But isn't it, it? Do you see love in there? Yes I or do, no? And do it's ext- and it's sad. It's like yeah. when you look at it, you yeah. like the way you were describing, like you all the stuff you were just saying about like when it's made intricately. I'm just like I'm holding it, looking at the kid and the thing, thinking God, a lot of tears and a lot. Of, yeah. Ugh. And you especially you think I don't know averages here, but we're talking large families, right? Sure. Yes, yeah, so they didn't really and, love the kids as much as like when you only have one or two, right? You can't like that's when what, you get down yeah, to like eight, nine. Come on, you're, Peter. I'm going to say this out loud. Uh, I said to Peter earlier, uh, "Who do you think we should have on the hair art episode?" And Peter <laughs> said, "You need Tom." Oh no, he was he kidding. Did. Right? He was no, kidding. he was dead serious. And and dead is a good word for this sure. episode. <laughs> he was dead serious. <laughs> he, he said, I "Love wordplay." We need somebody who's going to not go down the depressing rabbit hole. We need someone to bring levity to this. And Tom is the person. Right. Like you got eight or nine. You're like, okay, cool. Our lineup's stronger now. Just like, well, you don't have to repeat the horrible joke that just made everybody mad. I had an update. (laughs) So you have eight kids and this is, let's say 1850, 1880, right? You have, you have a bunch of kids some of them are going to die. That's yeah. just the way life was. Right. This has to be later than that, though. Oh, yes. It's got a photograph with it. Absolutely. Right. right. That's right. Yeah. So but it's... the peak of this, a lot of the hair art 
came before photography, right? Okay, so, so you're drawing of a kid. You have nothing. You yeah. have no pictures. You have nothing to remember. This is a way to remember. I'm sad. Yeah, of course yeah. I am too. And then when you look at it, you're like, part. If, if you're like me, you're yes, you are very sad. And there's another part of me that's like, God, I love the art that went into this. I love the human. You know, feel this isn't like I'm gonna. Right. I don't want to repeat myself, but that's the, exactly the way I feel. It's like you go to the funeral and they and they actually pick a, a, a sermon that has no personality to it. It's just the same words they said at the last funeral. And then you, you eat a casserole and go home. This is hanging on your wall until you die. And it's art right in front of your face with a remembrance of a time and a, and a human, a person. They, right. And they, I mean, they, they picked... An appropriately, how uh, uh, I put it, non-happy photo. I mean, this, the child in this photo is like, he's got a thousand-yard stare, mm-hmm. sta- staring off to, not into the camera, but like he's looking to the left of the camera, like but about a 45-degree angle. Yeah, you know? that's another good thing to bring up. Because Maybe he's watching his mom catch a... Uh, like a bouquet of flowers made out of dead kids' hair. Sure. And if you you know when you catch that, then you're next. <laughs> yeah, then you're next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not I'm even laughing at that. I'm not. I'm not gonna laugh at that. No, not, is that too forced? Is that forced? No. But here's another thing to point out is when, okay, when the time comes and you're trying, you're trying to choose the photo. What do you got? Three, four, yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, how yeah. many you got to choose from? You know. Photographs were expensive. You don't have a. You don't have hundreds of them. What you if know? you don't know how? I mean, like, is there like bad hair art of like a, your child, and you're like, Ugh, we that's can't if you didn't like up. Yeah, you didn't like them. You went, eh, just <laughs> whack one out here. Yeah, okay. I've never seen. I've never seen hair art that was. I can't believe how good it is. I've never seen hair. I've seen some hair art that isn't. Like, like, well, I've seen better, but I've never seen, I've never seen hair art that I was like, well, that's just someone that didn't know what they were doing. Right. Maybe it exists because I'm certainly not an expert. Maybe it exists. Well, or that's the part that those are the ones that got thrown away as opposed to the ones that were kept. Right. Mm. I'm surprised. Um, but I like, I, I like the idea that, you know, you're over at somebody's house and you look at their hair art and you go, well, I've seen better. <laughs> Right. Right. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I knew a guy. You yeah. should you should have called me. Cause... This is number this is number seven. All right, uh, no. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the 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 thing to distinguish here is that you know this is something that was hung on somebody's wall with like reverence and love, and it's very affecting. You having a wall full of them, okay, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> what? Describe the word full. That you enough, so much so that you had to take a couple down after your son was born. How about that? Right, yeah, how about that? Right, and, you, right. and, and you actually have more of these than you had I mean, had a lot of things. To be like, clear, if any more of these than you do of Carlin. It, Carlin is harder to find. He just died. Right. I mean, okay. And his, by the way, his hair art, sadly, you know, he was really short at the end. Yes. So it's just, it's just right. like a little gray. <laughs> this sounds like something that should have, be, have a revival. You know what I'm saying? Like... El, an Elvis hair art thing, like it you know, should come back. Yes, the, or, or the art of making hair art should come back. Yes, I would be all for it. And the, it, why, I don't know why it died out. Did kids stop dying? What happened? Pro, my guess would be photography. Okay, right. You have enough photographs, and and I think times change, and people go, 
Yeah. Or you, know, you to, just to, start to, making it out of people's hair that it, that is alive. Right. But I'm thinking of like, you know, it's also the case that in a way that we would find horrifying, you know, the body would lie in state, as it were, in your parlor, your living room. Yes. You know, that was that was the way it was done. And we we look at a lot of the things Victorians do now, and I'm not saying they were wrong and we were right, but mm-hmm. we look at that and go, Ugh, you mean you, grandpa's just in the front room? You're like, yeah, you know. Right. Now, I mean, again, let's remember that, like, one would hope that in a normal Victorian house, there might be one of these. If you had a wall full, then that's when they start looking into, like, what, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, these kids yeah there are 17 of them up here. Right. How the, what the hell have you done? Right. Yeah. Now you're just like a now you're just collecting like stuff like a serial killer collects stuff. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. This is like oh, and here's his fingernail clippings too. Right. right. Yeah. I don't know if it's weird that I have a lot of this. I don't. Maybe it is, but I think it's just. I'm glad you do. I would never know that this is a. Th- I, what, what, I, what are the? Odd, I would never come across hair art. And I think. didn't know it was a thing either until right. I found one, and then I was just absolutely. I don't know. I mixed emotions, but I it, it is an item. It is a thing. When I walk in, it's in my head. I think, and and they're not that common. You don't see them just everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, what I mean by like the come making a comeback is like a child's first haircut, right? Mm-hmm. When you you give you get your child's first haircut, you keep the hair. Well, whatever. I'll tell you. So if you made it into art, like for. Like, like for your, if it was a thing you like made in, they were made it made into art for like grandmas. The grandmas had that with a they picture a, or yeah. a thing or the, for the mother for mother's day. That seems like a, like a thing that would make, make them cry. Like, Oh, this is such a wonderful gift. Like, I'm just surprised that I did, I'll throw this out there. There was a thing I'm, I'm guessing the decade 50s, 60s, and I'm guessing that decade from the style of the picture. Okay. But it's a very common uh, all of them that I see are almost identical. It's a photograph. It's not a photograph. It's a drawing uh, that is, uh, they're not unique. So it's, it's a mass produced drawing of a, of a child asleep in a bed. And it's kind of close up enough to where the, the face and the head of this child are prominent in there. So maybe the head, the shoulders, they're underneath a, a, a blanket, okay? So they're asleep. They're not dead. They're asleep, okay? And there's a male and a female one. I've seen both of them multiple times. The, the female one, of course, has pink, a pink, you know, comforter on the bed, and the male has the blue and blah, blah, blah. Now, the thing to do, I guess, I'm, some of this I'm assuming, but is first child's first haircut you you take some of the hair more than just a clipping right a lock if you will. you take a lock but it's several it's yeah. enough and you glue it or whatever they did to the picture where the baby's head is so you basically are putting your child's hair on this baby's head and you keep it as like a baby book type <laughs> of thing right. and to me they are hideous looking i don't like the way they look have I you under- ever bought one no, I've never bought one, and I've seen them for very cheap, and I just have no interest in them. They don't touch me at all. They're they're not interesting. They're not artistic to me. If it was my child, fine. Yeah, sure. D- that's totally different. But this, the detail work that went into that, the care, and there is something to me about most of the people that I know in this society right now don't want death remembrances all the time. They don't want them on their wall. They they might 
enjoy once a year you get together with someone and you have some some good tears and some good stories about grandma who you lost or whatever right but they they don't want it every day back yeah. then they did and there is a difference there it's cultural yeah and part of it is and like it's Peter more said, common. i'm not saying one's right one's wrong right well and but also to the point more common which is that um you know if if you were a victorian family and you had one dead child, one kind of looks at that as like, well, that's going to happen. And which is not to say that you're not sad, but sure. It's, but you know, if most ever, people you knew had a child that you that lost a child. That's right. Extremely and in, common. And in the 1950s, uh, it was miscarriages. Yeah. But you, that's really grim to put on your wall. So they they. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and you laughed out loud when Peter said that, I, I do I do applaud you. If you laughed out loud when Peter said that, you are a special type of human. Yeah, I you laughed are, out loud. You hear that? Right. Tom laughed out loud. I laughed out loud. You, if you laughed out loud at what Peter just said, you are able to canoe down a dark, dark river and still giggle when someone farts. You know what I mean? And, and I like that. What Peter just did made me eerily happy. <laughs> Let me th- let me throw this out there. I read where the Greeks used to, I don't know how common it was. I don't know. I wasn't alive. But I read where the Greeks used to, when they would have large dinners, right? People are coming over. It's a large dinner. They put a human, an actual human skull on the table to remind everybody at this dinner, we're all going to end up this way. Enjoy it tonight. Drink the wine. Eat the food. These Revel are, in your life because this is where we're all headed. For this, tomorrow you're we thinking, die. All right. You're thinking like the ancient. This is like the ancient Greeks, not ancient like, Greeks, not yeah. Zorba. Yeah. Okay. Right. This yeah. is ancient Greeks. Okay. What I read that was that was common to have. You had a dinner party. You had a human skull on the table, right? Just as a reminder, which what? I think is a neat little thing. You still think I'm dark? You still think I'm crazy? And, uh, well, and also within our lifetimes, let's remember that. Like, I don't. I think it's not at all common now, but you know, in the 1970s, there is a lot of grandma's urn on the mantle. Mm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, that's what the sitcoms told me. Like, you know, my family didn't have, well, grandma wasn't dead yet, but like, right. you know, the whole idea that you have the ashes in an urn, mm-hmm. that wasn't unheard of or considered ghoulish. I mean, it turned into a, you know, usually a series of dark jokes and sitcoms or whatever, but Right, but, spills, but, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it falls over, whatever. Right, right, right. The laugh track runs. Right. But, again, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't presented as this horribly morbid idea, and this is more or less within our lifetimes. All right, let's, but, you know, it went, should we, we pop went, out another one here? Sure. Let's, uh, here's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> All right, this one, I don't think we can discuss this. What do you I mean? Don't, I don't think, no, I'm saying I don't. I don't think that this next one I'm going to talk about is death-related, but we can talk about it. Yeah, you started on it like a, the, the death thing is kind of, right off the top, is kind of eerie. Well, like, no, I think it was needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because this, this is the dominant mode for that. But, you know, yeah. depending on what, like, people, like, my son used to rub my wife's hair when he was a baby and really little. Like, he would rub her, rub her hair right. at, as, as a comfort thing to go to sleep or when he was upset, you know, her long hair. And then... At some point, she put it on. She when she got her hair cut, she kept it. Oh, she kept that little piece. She yeah. kept like a piece, maybe 
three, five, four inches long, right? And sort of enough of it that she, then she she kind of glued the top of it or whatever, and then huh. put it on um, his teddy bear, like wrapped it around his like his teddy bear, and then he would when he when he's for some of the comfort, yeah. he would rub that instead, you know, when he would sleep in his in his in his uh in his crib or in his bed. Yeah. And he'd rub that little hair. So which is it's kind of creepy when you just see it and you're like, is that human hair? Like but, but to so us that, it's like sweet, like oh this So is, that kinda had a creepy thing to you too. Not really. I never I can see why people think that's creepy, but now mm-hmm. that it's in it's just because it was such a part of my life and about my son's it was cute and it was like yeah. also also I knew it comforted him and it was like, oh that's cool that 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 connection still works there, you know? Right. And it, for years, he would just, you know, you could still see when he would be upset, he would sort of go to it a little. And you know. See, I think, I think, correct me if you think I'm wrong on this, I think it wasn't creepy to you at the time because that was your life. Your son rubbed that, your, your wife's hair right there and it soothed him. So when she cut, she had that idea, which is a very interesting, great idea to me. And she's like, I just want to sleep. Stop rubbing my hair. You know what well, I mean? Like, yeah. Keep, okay. Keep, here. So that's I'll part just cut of some off and give it to you. We leave yeah, you alone. Yes, exactly. It's not really that loving gesture. We're thinking it's more like, <laughs> it's like fuck right. off and leave me alone yeah. for God's yeah. sakes. Yeah. That was part of your household day in, day out. That was part of your household structure, right? Of that, that was going on, right? Yeah. Now, if Peter came over for dinner and there was no explanation and your kid comes out of the, the room stroking, stroking hair. hair on a bear, and you know, then I could see how some people would be like, well, that's just creepy looking because it's not part of their life. That's right. If, if the kid comes out with a teddy bear with human hair wrapped around it. You know, and Tom says, "You want to co- you want to see what I got in the shed?" I go, "No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> I think I don't know if I'm right, but I think that's a big part of this hair art thing is when death is part of your life, yes, and part of your neighbor's life and the, your town's life and and blah blah blah. Then this is then it's just less creepy, and it's shared and it's talked about more. Yes, it's open. It's you know you know how many funerals you were going to of friends that lost a a child and this was a common occurrence. So when you walked into someone's home and you saw they just got their hair art for this, you were like, Oh, that's gorgeous. That looks so good. What a great thing. Those were in my mind. That's what was happening. Not, Let's not go over there because that's creepy. Right. No, absolutely not. I mean, it, it's part of like, you know, and you, you'd coo over it in the same way that you say, oh, he looks so lifelike in the open casket. Right. No, no, he right. doesn't. But uh, that's and the thing that's you're supposed creepy. to say. Yeah, sure. Creepy. When you think about it, that's a creepy thing to say, isn't it? Yes. Right. They did a really nice job at putting the rouge on Grandpa. Yeah, that's weird. That is really, I don't even, it looks really cool from here. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying to get this out of the box, so. I'm making a little noise here. This is pretty incredible. I really like this. This is one of my favorite things here. First of all, let's describe this frame, which is mind-boggling to me. This has some weight to it. This is another shadow box, but this is larger. This is at least 12, 14 inches uh, across. It looks homemade. This is definitely a homemade frame. It's a homemade frame. We've got some old wood. It's like two-by-twos? Is that what they are? What is that? Yeah, probably two-by-twos old wood now the front is seashells it's glued hand glued on seashells all around the edges of the frame there is a kind of a design to it a little but definitely not anything that stands out it looks a little haphazard there are some sort of roses 
I don't know how they made those, and I don't know what they're made out of, but they're either gallbladder uh, stones. Uh, they're, <laughs> oh, it's hard to be serious around this guy, which is good. Yeah, this is some kind of flower that they made on each four corners of the frame. Now, on the top, it says presented by Jane. This is tiny writing, and my eyes are going. Presented by Jane something to her father and mother, December 25th, 1852. So, okay. Yeah. So, presented to father and mother. It doesn't sound like, this sounds like a gift. Right. This isn't. This isn't a posthumous gift. It's you don't present something like. posthumously, right? And it, let's see. There are one, or, two, three, or four, it's five. It's like a gift that she, like you know, like 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 a Christmas gift. You know, remember when we lost my brother earlier this year? And here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing I, I I've made in the last couple months to, to maybe help remember because him. from what I've read, I mean, there were people that you would go to and bring the hair to, and they would make it. I mean, there were professionals. That, right. Well, this that, is clearly not something. I mean, based on the one we've seen so far. Right. That's but, what I was going to ask you earlier. Were there specific artists that yes, specialized? There in were this? people that, was, that specialized, and the, you took it to them, and they made, you know, your piece or whatever. But there were also I've read online where there were uh, booklets sold on how to do it, if you wanted to do it sure, yourself and right. things like that. So, all right, now I'm going to try to read this. And Did you know, he here's what I'm child's looking at. Hair for dummies. Here, I'm going to blow right past that punchline and keep <laughs> talking. Here's. Here's what I'm looking at. It's a shadow box. This is pretty, this is probably three, maybe two and a half inches deep. Okay. There's uh, five different, I mean, I, I don't know. There's five different sets of flowers made out of hair with little ribbons on the bottom. And within each set is maybe seven, eight flowers within that set. So there's a lot of work done here. And written on it in gorgeous kind of small calligraphy is, it says, Number one, Jane Van Cleve Bard. That's the name. I'm, I'm having trouble seeing this because my eyes are shut. It says, born June 21, 1767. Died February 11, 1852. That's not a short life. That's, that's a long life. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know. So, number two, Susan Crane Weaver. Born, uh, was it December 12, 1774. Died 1851. And then they have, they keep going. I'm not going to read them all, but it looks like this is a collection of family members. Uh, okay. Sure. Here's grandma. Here's, here's grandma. Here's great grandma. Here's great great grandma. Right. It's a collection. I feel like, yes, like there's maybe like they've had, they've collected them over the years and they've had them sort of separate in their own sort of right, things or right. not in a thing. Yeah. And then as a gift, she put them all together. And mm-hmm. one in one sort of family, and then sort presented of it to, to father and mother, right, on Christmas, eighteen fifty two. So this is a Christmas gift. It's a very thoughtful gift. Yeah, it's incredible. And, uh, and this imaginary story this. that we've created, right? I mean, it, it, there's a lot of information here, yes. so we built this story around some facts. Sure, I'm so. liking it. And let's try not to break any of this, my friends. Okay, and so they're they're numbered, and so you know which one is which if you. Right, the fly. I forgot to mention that the fly. So the number one goes to flowers. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's funny. It never occurred to me before, but looking at this, that I mean, my family's like originally from the East Coast, so I don't know if this is like a regional thing, but my my uncle had something kind of like this. Hmm. 
Yeah, it was ears. He he was in Nam. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It was ears. Yeah. Yeah. See. <laughs> Right. You're not laughing at any of this. All of a sudden, am, you're, you're, all of a sudden you're not a comedian. You're like, you guys with your making fun of dead people. <laughs> no, right. I'm, I'm loving the jokes. I think the jokes are necessary and humorous. But that joke hit me completely by surprise. Yes, that did. That, that's, cause I, that's because I, I did the straight face. You did the straight face, Sent, and yeah. I was listening to every word, and then you hit the punchline, and then Tom laughs out loud, and I went, what? Oh, ear. Oh, okay. ear. Okay. Because at first I went, I thought you were saying ear hair, like it was just growing naturally yeah. out of his ear oh, hair, yeah, and then it was ears. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I probably could have sold it a little harder, but all right, let's keep going. Like, did the Indians do this with any of the scalps? Do they have scalp art? I don't know. Well, the they, I don't know. They don't used know. every part of the pioneer, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is half this of the is people beautiful. Were... Like the whole thing, the whole. Half like the I people... can't believe how old this is for how this is, and like it's a, what a thoughtful gift, and like you know, it's just the intricacy of it. And did you talk about the little like the gold? And no, the little, talk. There's like it, yeah. there's like some of, a, a few of the what do you call the inside of the flower? The 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 petal. What is the it? Stamen? The stamen. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called, really? The, well, the, the, the bulby the, part where okay, all the things yeah, yeah, come yeah. together. Like, mm-hmm. a, like one of them has like it looks like a little chip of gold, and then like rhinestones are in a couple, like a couple here and there. It's this is amazing. I, uh, you do see the beauty in it. It's of course, yeah, of course. Like I, I, I'm now that I'm seeing it, I'm surprised it's not still done in one form or another. To be honest with you, so the creepy factor is getting less and less with you, right? But, that's that's fascinating to me. Yeah, we've stopped with making hair art, and we've started giving it to locks of love or whatever. You know what I mean? And they just make it into hair for people. You well, know? And, and but and it's also the case though that you know if you think about it, uh, a woman in the the nineteenth century, you know, they didn't cut their hair. You know, they would you know a, 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 an old woman as opposed to going to get a blue rinse or whatever, you know, might have waist length hair. They all wore it up. Right. You know, in intricate buns, but the and also, you know, days before modern shampoo and conditioner, you know, part of what they talk about with things like locks of love and whatever is that most modern Americans don't have hair that is suitable for wigs because we've taken all of the natural oils out of it by, you know, because of hygiene. Um, <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, this looks like like I was thinking, could you make one of these and be like, you know, how they used to have like flea circuses. You know sure. what I'm saying? So right. you do like you do like there's like a like a head lice circus that just they make out of hair they make them things. I mean, it's a slide. <laughs> Your mind is incredible because it looks for the connections, and then it finds them, and they're just odd. And I, a hair lice circus. That's what. You look at that and you're like, ah, I wonder if we can do a hair lice circus. What? <laughs> what? Am I just limit it to flowers? So far, this is a very one-dimensional art that I think they should be branching out on. Like he's talking about, they had hair everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They just, they'd grow. We haven't even exhausted the one trick pony, which is incredibly done, intricate, beautiful hair art. We could do that for another 500 years until someone could, should say, Okay, now I think we've done it all. But they're stuck on flowers. Like, there's right. no... Like, give me a hair Empire State Building. You all know right. what I mean? You want, you want a, something else hair? Here we go. Really? Right. Boom, you got it? You Boom. got it covered? Yeah, you asked. All right. Here it is, right here. Uh, by the way, on this last one with the various relatives, I mean, I think what's... Something that needs to be mentioned is, like, these are hair bouquets. Like, this is not just, here's here's a daisy. Right. These are, like, yes. baby's breath. Probably not the best choice, but... I'm... 
Yes. <laughs> that was unintentional. Was it really unintentional? It really was unintentional. Okay. And that's the reason it was nice. Yeah. The Vietnam ears joke, totally intentional. Right. Right. But these are, this is like a, an entire bouquet of different flowers and very, like it's not just large petaled flowers. These are very, very intricate yeah. designs. You can't, yes. you, no matter how you describe it, you can't, you can't describe the intricacy and the, like how much of it there is. You just can't. Like until it's, you look look at it and you're like, oh wow, everything he just said, I should have been listening to exactly because he's right. Every time, every time, I, that's the reason I like this stuff. One of the many reasons, but every time I look at it, I just get lost in the. Your eyes just keep finding something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, they did that and they did that and oh my god, look at that and look at oh, and then you go back. Oh, oh, it's just amazing. I'm surprised hair stands up for this long too. By the way, I, I would assume that hair deteriorated away. Just I think what so fingernails they, and hair don't. Yeah, they don't. I they mean, gotta break down. They're, it's like you know the laws of thermodynamics or whatever. Well, we found honey in a pyramid that's still good. Okay, well, where how, where do you remember the shop you got that in? Yeah, that was in California. I got that in California. I moved to L.A. for uh, like 11 minutes. I lived there until I ran out of money. And right, I still had enough for hair art. Which is, how much of it did you spend? Yeah, no crap. I, well, that, I, couldn't, I, had, yeah. I couldn't afford it. I, was, <laughs> I went, yeah. I, um, I, I was in, this is kind of an interesting story, I guess, that maybe comics might relate to. Everybody else might think, yeah, that, that makes no sense to me. But I, I moved to, I'm a road comic, meaning I drive everywhere I go pretty much. I don't fly. And I'm, I'm used to being in the car for extended periods of time on a regular basis. And I had not realized until I moved to Los Angeles that that was part of my life now. Yeah, it just hadn't occurred to me that if you took that away from me, I would miss it. So I'm living in Los Angeles, just dying to drive, just just I now sitting in traffic waiting for the the traffic to move is not driving okay I was about to say you were in Los Angeles and you're like oh man I really wanted to be in a car I'm like huh you know I I think that's actually rather common yeah (laughs) that's not driving that's that's waiting is what that is okay you know I'm talking about you're on a you're on a road you're on an interstate at two in the morning and there's not any cars and your mind is thinking about something uh, that you're working on, right? And you're, you, 20% of your brain is actually driving the car. The rest is wandering. That's what driving is okay. for me, you know? And so I would get in my car every once in a while and just drive two hours north. Just get out of the city and just drive. And literally just drive, turn around, drive back home. Because I, I, I was addicted to being alone. and I get and, that. Sometimes I do it in, in just in Greensboro. I'll right, just get right. out and drive. I'll go like... I'll get out and I'll drive. I'll grab a coffee and then I'll just drive around and call. I'll call, sometimes I'll call and talk to you. And right. it's like, I, one, my phone doesn't work in my house for some reason. So you need to be out in order to yeah, have and, connections with human beings. Yeah. So yeah, and I can't do it every time I'm going to the grocery store. So it's like you know, yeah. but I do that too. I'll just like, all right, I gotta get out and drive. So around. I did that a lot in in California, and and of course I would you know see a shop, stop in, sure, look around, you know. And I found that there. Which is even more impressive in that, I mean, I, I know this from, you know, looking for old and rare books. You know, things from the 1800s don't usually make it that far. The number, the number of rare books you can find in a not even particularly fancy bookstore, say, in Charlottesville, Virginia, versus, mm. you know, Santa Monica. It's not, you know, they're three times right. more expensive in Santa Monica because it's basically like... 
well, we're going to go west. You want to bring the books? Eh, they're heavy. Leave them here. You know, and it, right, there, right, there's a right. very clear progression the further west you go in terms of like especially 19th century books. You know, right. you know I used to be able to pick up a, you know, a, an 1880s ver- like volume of Byron for 20 bucks. You know, that's 20 years ago, but still, mm-hmm. that's not a lot of money. Right. Whereas it might be three times that in Los Angeles because they don't have they're them. just not, not they're just not common. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Did, right, you, so did you remember how much you paid else. for that, by the way? I don't remember how much I paid for that, but it wasn't cheap. I can't imagine it. This so. stuff, the hair art is not cheap, you know, but I can't afford. I've seen hair art that is just take your breath away kind of fantastic, and it's, a you know, $2,000, yeah. you know. Okay. Uh, but I've never paid more than a few hundred bucks. That's I don't have the, the means to do it. But that one with the handmade shells and all the, that it wasn't cheap, but I, I don't know. I'm going to say 100 bucks is probably what I bought it for, something like Which that. Which was not an insignificant amount of your income or savings. No, at time, because sir. when I lived in Los Angeles, this is no exaggeration, I budgeted about $3 per day for food. Like I was on that, I was that broke where yeah. I was like, there was a taco truck that had uh, tacos for 50 cents, right? Right. And, and I would say, okay, two in the morning, two tacos in the morning, two at night. That's about all I can afford, and that's with a with a drink to go with it. You know, about three bucks. I just I was dead broke, but I I used a credit card, ran up debt that I I didn't have because I could not leave the store without that. It was one of those things, right? You know, and I now your credit is dead. Yeah, no, I actually have really good credit. I just have a lot of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Tom asked for something else here. They made all kinds of things. I mean, the hair art is my favorite. The, 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 the intricacy of that is gorgeous. But I've actually seen a bonnet. Okay, so they have made other stuff besides just the flowers. Yeah. It, watch fops. Sure. Very common. Um, necklaces. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a, like, a, like a bracelet. This is like, I guess it's a bracelet of, of some sort. Yeah, it's like I, a rope bracelet. It's like a... Like a yeah. It's like a friendship bracelet, but right. you know, your friend's not around. By the way, uh, by the way, what uh, were uh, is there are Jefferson's is Jefferson's books in his library like in Charlottesville or, do, or what happened to all his books that he had at Monticello? Well, he uh, he sold a ton of them because uh, you know Stewart like Mister Jefferson uh, was in ruinous debt for yeah. much of his life. We, we have that in common. It's one yeah, of the many things you and Jefferson and I have in common. Um, yes. But uh, yeah. as we used to say in Charlottesville, Virginia, Mr. Jefferson sold all of his books uh, to the United States after the War of 1812 because they burned the Library of Congress, which is, you know, by the way, you know, when anyone says like, well, the War of 1812 was a tie. When they burned the White House and the Library of Congress, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how much Canadians know that piece of history and Americans don't oh, know yeah, that yeah. piece of history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Americans are like, tell the joke that you do when we're in Canada because I like it. I can't remember it now. Like, Tom would go every night when Tom and I were in Canada. We were there for three weeks doing shows, right? Was their anniversary or their birthday? Or it was close to the anniversary of them burning down the White House, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And Tom would go, didn't you guys burn down the White House at one point? And I mean, every, uh, there wasn't a night he said that, that at least 75% of the crowd didn't applaud. Yeah. They all know that. And stood. <laughs> right. Yes. And then Tom's joke was, could you uh, do it again? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Can you guys do that again? Like, quick. We can yeah. really help you. Yeah. 
All right, here's something else I'm going to pull out. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, the flowers are better. But you're, the but flowers I, are better. It is cool. I like that. The flowers are better. See what you think of this. Mm-hmm. Tom, you want to describe uh, this? The flowers are better, but this is not, That's not any better. less intricate. I no. mean, this is... I am surprised that people don't do that more with modern day with hair, with their hair, with the yeah. hair of their girlfriend or the hair, whatever. It's held up. It's, you know, it'll now, work. Now it feels like a thing only a serial killer would do. Right, 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 right. But that's an interesting thing sociologically, right? What am I saying? Sociologically, yeah. Sociologically, yeah. Sociologically, yeah. yeah. That's an interesting thing that if people did this, then it wouldn't seem like a thing only serial killers did. It would be a common thing, and we would be accepting, and people would walk down the street and go, oh, you got a new hair bracelet. That's incredible. Right. You know? This isn't hair. This is yeah. Just that's hair. hair. They're buttons made out of hair. That's a well. I mean, the oh, hair, the hair is, is in, there. in there. The hair is woven in there. Like it's it's like a like a like a thing of little octagons or circles, and there are little circles within the big button, and half or more than half are like are clear, and the other ones are sort of like like little pieces of metal tile, and then. The uh, the clear ones that don't have the tile in them have hair. Like, yeah, it's like a pattern, almost like a quilt pattern. Yes, made of hair inside a button, and then you know, a little button that has like it's like a flower, and then it's the inside of the flower is the hair. I mean, we do have. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, love these. Uh, you don't love those? No. But I mean, I, it's a I, it's another way of remembrance. You know, if you 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 know you have a jacket, you have a coat jacket, and you your buttons are made of the hair of, uh, you know, someone in the past. Oh, all right, like, yeah, I can right. see you that. Know, you, you know, your dead child or someone else's dead child, right? <laughs> Depending on where you bought the jacket, right? Now, how did you know that this was hair in here? Because it's not immediately because I bought looks clothy. Yeah, I couldn't. I would if I had seen it, even if I had picked that up in a store, it, I would have put it back down and went, oh, it's a button, you know, right. wouldn't have mean anything to me at all, you know, but I was actually buying a piece of hair art and the woman in the store and I were talking about it and she said, oh, I have an interesting thing. And she went away and came back with those buttons. Okay. And then I had to look at them just like Tom did. And my first thought was, this isn't hair. And then when you look closer, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The fabric is, they like made the a button with hair in it. You know, it's amazing. You know? The the thing that I'm sort of surprised, and I guess maybe sometimes not that we don't do now is something with baby teeth. Hmm. I've never, but it, hmm. you must've run into this to some extent, right? Like, uh, you know, you're visiting, you know, the, the tooth fairy is visiting your child. In your case, it's the, Secular humanist, here's a buck guy. But, yeah, right, we, right. <laughs> but he whatever. said tooth fairy, but he knew it was us. That, yeah, yeah. About that. By yeah. the way, I, I'm interrupting right here. I told my stepdaughter that I'm the tooth fairy. Right. I told her that when she was seven. I'm I'm dead serious. At least fifty percent of her believed me. I know she did. Sure. You know, because she asked me direct questions about it. I also told her that previously I you I had I used to be a princess, but it's a horrible job. The low pay, a lot of gratitude, but it's hard work, so you don't want to be a princess. I don't know, it's just kidding around. But it amazed me how long she thought about that one. She thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. But I mean, I don't know if you ran into this time when your kids were of that age where they were shedding bits of their cranium. Um <laughs> But you know, you go, you go, you, you shove a. That's a beautiful sentence. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. you, you shove a Sacagawea coin or something under the kid's bed, and you take the tooth. And you know, I know my wife for a while. Like she had like a baggie, 
Because it was like, well, I paid a buck for this, so I don't want to just throw it away. <laughs> right. You think she kept it for that reason? Well, I, that's why I kept it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Well, I paid. You know, Did got, you take a picture of it on your phone and log it into your tag no, system? No, I didn't. I should have. Yeah. Um, but then, then you got a baggie full of teeth after a while. It's like, well, what am I going to do with this? Like, yeah. yes. it's like, all right, it's part of my child. I don't want to throw it away. But at the same time, like, you know. Again, you feel your little serial killer where you're like, yeah, yeah you I, just, I, just, I got a bag with, full of teeth. You yeah. end up with all the teeth in a bag, you know, and I feel like my parents didn't have all my teeth. I'd have to ask them, but I feel like, you know, maybe you keep the first tooth, but you'd really end up keeping them all. Right. And then, you, then, then you're in your nightstand where, and you're like, well, maybe I should, maybe I should get rid of these. Yeah. This is where we, we flip. Me and my guests flip here. Teeth are disgusting. It's so gross. I don't. You know, like when when my stepdaughter loses a tooth, I, my you know my wife I would do it if she asked me to, but my wife goes in there and get, puts the money and gets the tooth. I don't want to see it; they're just gross. You will when it's some. Uh, you will when it's your kid. Somehow, you think you, there's a difference. There's a between... biological. I mean, well, it's one of these things where, I mean, believe me, every time I thought about it, where I'm like, well, what am I going to do with this? Well, I want to throw it away because it's like, again, like you don't want the kid to find their tooth in the, like the trash bu- bucket in the bathroom in the morning you know next to the kleenex and go oh well you know guess the tooth fairy thought this was a reject or what you know i mean i feel like it would be it would, it would be something that for, would be important to my wife so that's why right I, but like it's not like you go over to anyone's house and the, like if they went over and they went oh what's that beautiful frame and you're like oh well we made it out of you know sammy's baby teeth you'd be like mm, wow okay well baby teeth art dude come right, on that, but i'm like why why don't we do that because everybody's again, got the baggie and nobody's actually said you know what right. i could monetize this yes. yeah somebody monetize this yeah. monetize it but how about just love <laughs> you know what happened to pure love it's in a baggie <laughs> come right. on right you've already kind of said this isn't important enough for me to do anything with except feel guilty and keep it in a baggie. I think that like we had, we've had a couple, there's like a baby's first tooth thing that you had, like there's little yeah, things that they have that you, and now there's like a little, you can put it in a little jar. Yeah. yeah. No, my wife bought one of those where it's like, like, like a, like the little prince's flower under glass and it's like a baby tooth. And I'm like, we're not going to put this out for people to see it. Like, no, nah. you kind of keep it yourself. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah, gotta, you, you keep. You shamefully have it in a somewhere like on her dresser or somewhere. Right, in but a like, drawer. but yeah. I, I mean, did you do the bronze baby shoes? We didn't. But that used to no, be so, that used to be a thing. People that used did. to be really common. all the time. Yeah, bronze baby awesome. shoes. Yeah, right. and that's an example of something that was extremely popular. Incredibly. Died off. Yeah. It, pardon this, but yeah, it uh, it it died off. I don't. You don't see them anywhere now. Well, part of it is like we also don't put babies in white patent leather hard-soled shoes anymore because someone said you know that's not the best for their feet right you know so now but it goes it kind of goes back to this if something it's all made up and it's you know so if bronzing your baby's shoes was a thing then everybody they didn't question it they just kind of did it right everybody does it so we're just parade magazine had an ad every every day they had you know the kennedy's got a bronze so now we do because we secretly want to be a kennedy right and you know, and then when slowly it just kind of people just for whatever reason just stopped doing it. And now if you if someone said they did it, it'd be kind of weird. You'd be like, what? Yeah. Sometimes I think now there's different things like you do little plasters of their footprints. Right. Or, stuff, or yeah. you know, whatever. It's, we just find new ways like you're talking about. They don't maybe do this, but now there's a new way to sort of. Right. But I'm just trying to monetize. say this. Yeah. This wouldn't be creepy if it was part of your life. Right, it wouldn't be creepy if everybody was doing it, which I think is probably the lesson for almost everything. Like, if everybody's doing it, it's not creepy. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
Well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's just different. Um, it's and not is my it favorite American one. art, or are there is there, or oh. is it a is it a, is there other countries that maybe still do this? Or I don't know if they still do it. If but this culturally was, it came this from one the Germans is what French. The, I think that's French. Souvenir of my mother. Is that what it says? I don't know. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. Souvenir. So this is French. So I mean, it, this was common. Tom or Peter, let Peter describe that one. Tom described the last one. So this was, uh, I mean, this hair art, this uh, remembrance through hair, however you want to state it, was very popular in lots and lots of countries. These are some of my favorite frames. I picked them. Well, I didn't. I picked that one. Right. So that one Peter's holding. You know, souvenir de la mer. So yeah, you know, souvenir of my mother. And it's uh, there's what's interesting about this one is there's there's a cutout. Of like the the uh, the mat the mat yeah thank you um, and there's again a very intricate you know we're talking little branches with little buds on them big flowers one two three four five six seven eight two central flowers and then a braided uh, string of hair I guess you'd call it that surrounds. The yeah, flower kinda, on the mat. I, that that part's kind of creepy to that, me for some reason. That's a little unique. You don't, you know, usually it's just fl- just that, the flowers. Yeah, yeah. This one they've actually a full braid of hair is around the the main picture. Right. Right. But what's interesting is like, you know, we started with the kids, and I thought, well, okay, that would be common. But very clearly, it's also mm-hmm. mom dies, and you mom dies. You know, you yeah. Hack off a loaf or whatever it is. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the term is. Uh, right. You hack off a loaf, and the, but yeah. the, it's—I don't know if we're if we are getting across or not. But like ninety-eight percent of you listeners, you couldn't even draw these, right? Right. Yeah. You couldn't these, even draw the intricacy and the, the way it well, looks. Or, or, or to be clear, you could in that time period because that was, you know, you, if you're getting a botanical a botanical book now, they just go snap. Here's the picture. But you right. used to have these elaborate botanical or. Uh, uh, biology books where yeah. to be a good biologist you also had to be a superb drafts person oh, yeah, i okay. say person because i'm going to pretend that there are all these female biologists but i mean it was you, you know you had to look at what was under the microscope and then draw it but you also it wasn't just botanical i mean when you look at like i have a few uh i didn't bring them with me but i have a few turn of the last century whatever of uh a, a dissection of the muscle of the leg sure where it's just Medical, you couldn't sure. take a picture. You had to draw it. And da Vinci's this, drawings of those things are they're better than the, what they have now from yes, MRIs. Yeah. They're just it's so incredible. intricate and they're better than pictures. Right, but yeah. that and what was weird was like that's you know we tend to separate you know artistry and science. Science is you know left brain and there's art in the right brain, but you had to be an exquisite artist to be a good scientist you okay. know because you had to be able to say well this is what i saw under the microscope or here's what i saw when i dissected this oh, and yeah. we don't we don't really think of that as a you know those aren't two skills that we think go hand in hand but it was it was pretty much mandatory now they can't even write their names without on a prescription right, right. <laughs> do you know doctors scribble their names come on how long <laughs> you been doing comedy hey everyone this is matt holt 
producer of Stuart House Obsessive Curiosities. Thanks for listening to part one of Hair Art, our first two-part episode. We'll bring you part two next week. Remember, we're now releasing weekly episodes of your favorite podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Also, while you're on iTunes, remember to rate and review us. Give us a five-star review. It really does help us out a lot. You can also check us out on Facebook at Seward Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Join the group, like the page, keep in touch with other fans and find out what everyone's thinking about the show. We also release teasers every week about what the new episode's going to be. So make sure you check us out there and stay in touch with us. Uh, Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is produced by myself, along with Ross Duncliffe, with On Tour Comedy. Please check us out. Keep supporting the show. And thanks for listening.